Is the grass greener on the other side? We interview South Africans that have made the move abroad to hear their stories, the good and the bad. We ask the questions like how they got here and why they made the move, as well as some lacquer stories in between. I'm your host, Warren Burley, an expat South African who, like many, followed the dream of working overseas. So grab a castle, some biltong, and join us on South Africans Abroad. Thanks for joining us. Uh, today we're going all the way to San Francisco. Uh, Manu Thanos. Or Thanos. Hello. How's it? How are you? Great. Great, man. Manu, do you want to just tell us, uh, tell us about your South African story and, and, and what you're doing now? Well, I'm a Greek South African. I was born in the Germiston in the old Transvaal. Okay. Um, and um, I was now Gauteng now. And uh, and I presently live in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. Right. How long have you been out here? Oh, I, I, I arrived here in the mid-80s. Okay. Yeah, so okay. quite some time. Yeah, so you're probably our, our, our longest visitor on the show. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> That's quite some time. <laughs> um, and, and why did you come over here? I, um, frankly, was I never really felt comfortable growing up in South Africa, you know? Okay. Being a Greek South African, I always, uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, dissing of Greeks. You know, I grew up in Germiston. Okay. Not the most enlightened place, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, just uh, growing up during the apartheid era and, um, you know, growing up, growing up under apartheid, wasn't happy, you know? I, I thought it was a very abnormal society. Yeah, I wanted um, just to live in a normal society. Okay. And I decided that you know when I when I finish my education, I'm out of here. Okay. And and why did, why did you choose America? You know, I always had. I felt it was my destiny okay. to live in America. I, I felt it deep down in my bones, and I even had an American flag above my bed. Okay. Yeah. Very like- funny. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just I always really I greatly admired America. I I studied a lot about America. You know, I would go to the library and just read up on America. And uh, for me, America represented everything that South Africa wasn't. You know, it, it, to me at, at that time, growing up during the sixties uh, and seventies in apartheid South Africa, America represented the it was the, the complete antithesis to South Africa. I mean, later on, I found out that you know it wasn't quite like that. But anyway. Um, you know, I, I I wanted to live in a free society, you know, where the government was not controlling everything and there was no censorship, et cetera, et cetera. And, right. and, uh, and I just always really just wanted to go to America. But I'll tell you a funny story. When I was just about to leave, mm-hmm. my father said to me, you know, I never told you this, but my father, my grand granddaddy, um, that he had actually immigrated to the U.S., from Greece in the 1920s. Okay. And um, there was a great amount of, uh, um, you know, dissing of foreigners during that time in the 20s, especially towards Greeks and Italians, right, out here in the U.S. And uh, then he went back to Greece, you know, he, he got fed up and went back to Greece, and then, he had a, and then an opportunity arose in, in Mozambique, and then he went to Mozambique. My dad was born in Mozambique, and but it's kind of you know it's it's amazing how I always I always felt deep within me that I had to go to America. Yeah, and and in some way I was you know 
I was finishing the circle. What my grandfather had started, I finished. Yeah, and it looks like you've uh, stuck it out. You, I mean, you've been here a long time. Um, just to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to go back a little bit. Um, you know, you were very excited to come over to the states, and and you felt it's your destiny and everything. Was it all it was cracked up to be when you arrived? America for me has been the greatest adventure of my life. I've um, I've met so many people from all walks of life. I've met people from almost every single nationality that you can think of. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bay Area is probably the most cosmopolitan part of the country. Also, a beautiful part as well. So yeah, indeed, and I'll say it's it's probably the most vibrant part of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, just it's just a great place to live. Yeah, and um, so um, I've been very happy in the Bay Area, you know, and I continue to be happy, and I probably wouldn't want to go anywhere else in the U.S. Nice. I mean, maybe I'll go away, but, but otherwise I'd stay in the Bay Area. Yeah, oh, why? It's a different story. Yeah. And visas, what uh, what sort of visa did you come over with? No, man, you know, as I told you, because of my background, you know, I mean, I I I left because I was not going to go fight for the apartheid government, you know? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going to go and fight for the, on any border or any nonsense like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was out of there, you know what I mean? I finished my school and that's it. I, I split, you know, just like many other white South Africans did. Yeah. And I, I came to the U.S. and I uh, applied for political asylum. And that's a whole other story. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it was under those conditions. Okay. What's been the most difficult part of you being over here? Um, it really hasn't been that difficult, you know. Um, there wasn't very much of a culture shock. Um, California, you know, is a lot like South Africa. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, I really haven't had much difficulty here. Um, um, you might say there's a little bit of difficulty sometimes communicating with people. You know. Yeah. Um, but um, apart from that, um, I'm, I've generally been very happy here. And how many times have you been back home? And that's another funny story. Um, I actually only went back about three years ago. Jeez. So um, when I when I went back. I hadn't been to South Africa for 27 years, yeah. and a lot of people said to me that I was doing the Mandela tour. Yeah, I was going to say. He was also away for 27 years. Yeah. Yeah. And how long were you back there for? Just a holiday? Yeah, just a holiday, yeah. Okay. And what did you think of the place when you went back? I, th- I thought, it, look, I mean, I went to Joburg. I would have I would have preferred to have gone, you know, Cape Town and other places, mm-hmm. but I only had two weeks. So I went to Joburg, and, uh, but I had a wonderful time. Um, you know, what What immediately struck me was the um, great vibrancy. You know, just walking around, um, it was inescapable for me. I just felt, you know, the people were very vibrant and colors everywhere, the murals. Um, that's one thing that I really miss. America, it doesn't have that. I'm sorry. America is a great country, but, you know, it's, 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 it's sometimes it's a bit lacking. It's a little empty, mm. you know? Yeah, it doesn't have the it doesn't have that tremendous vibrancy of Africa, you know. No, Ubuntu. we know that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but 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 what really got me down was you know the especially in Joburg, you know, the fact yeah. that everybody's living behind these walls, and and then there's you know then there's uh, the electrified fences and all of that nonsense, and I, I couldn't believe that people you know they had a gates within within their house. Yeah. You know, the gate, you know, the passageway leading from the kitchen to the bedroom, and there was a gate there, was a security gate. I thought, man, <laughs> mm. you know, I mean, uh, you know, 
that's one reason why I'm, I, I don't think I'm ever going to come back here. Because yeah. I, I, would, I would not want to live like this, you know? I mean, where, where we live, no walls, you know? No, no, nothing like this at all, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I can't help notice, but you, you, you're pretty much an admin on every uh, Facebook South African <laughs> site over here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do, do, you, uh, do you get everybody together quite often? I see you have bras and, and things like that in, 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 in San Francisco. Well, you know, I, you know, when Facebook when Facebook first started, I, I, it was always my dream to do, to make a South African club right here in the Bay Area that um, that really represented South Africans, you know, that looked like South Africa, that had um, you know, all kinds of people there, and and then when Facebook came around and groups began, I thought, wow, this is great. Now I can actually do this. You know, I can send an invite. We can have a bride. And from day one, you know, our club, the Bayer South Africans Club, really looked like South Africa. Yeah. All kinds of people, all ethnicities, um, sexual orientation, you know, whatever. It, it's you know, it was. It looked like South Africa. It looked like the Rainbow Nation, you know. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so I just, I just loved that. Yeah. And uh, you know, we did really well here. And then I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a national thing, like like we did with Bayer South Africans. Uh, and that's when I began the. South Africans in the United States, you know, and back then Facebook, as far as the groups went by, as far as the South African groups, it was, you know, they were kind of boring, you know, um, they were full with advertising, had very little content. So I said, no, I'm going to do something special. Yeah. I'm going to make it very interesting. I'm going to make it very entertaining. And uh, that's when I began the group South Africans in the United States. Today it has over 28,000 members. And uh, it's a great group, you know. Okay. And do you find on on all those groups that that everybody actually supports each other? And uh, I mean, is yeah. it a lot of banter, or is it is it quite friendly? Yes, indeed. You know, but then again, you know, it, it is also dependent dependent on the leadership of the you know, the, the, the the admins. You know, mm. if the admin has an active role and and he tries uh, his or her best to um, you know post a lot of, you know very good content. And uh, you know, encourages uh, you know people to have conversations with each other. Yeah. Then, um, then people will do. That. Otherwise, if, if the admin is largely absent, then then that group is not going to be a group where um, you know people will enjoy. No, I totally agree. And is there anything you miss from from South Africa? Would it be food or people or? You know, I miss the people. I miss the food. But you know, but in many ways, uh, we have recreated here. You know, a little bit of South Africa. Yeah, I mean, if if you were, I'm sure you've seen the photographs. But if if you were to come to any of our brides, mm. it's 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 just immediate. You know, you, um, well, for one thing, everybody's speaking with a South African accent, and yeah, you know, and uh, the food is there, all the food, yeah, and uh, the people are there, the music is there. It's, so yeah, it's, it's it's great living out here. You know, we we have a little bit of both. We have the we have a you know the, the benefit of living in America. We have all the opportunities, all the and then we have, uh, you know, the great greatness of what it is to be South African. What work did you do when you came over here? And, and I mean, what are you doing now? Are you retired now, right? Oh, no. I'm never going to retire, man. Okay. Listen, I'm a Greek, you know. I'm a Greek South African. We know, we, uh, we've always been in the food business, you know. I right. grew up in the food business. My father had restaurants and cafes and, you know. Okay. So, yeah, when I first arrived, I was I always knew that I could get a job, you know, working at a a restaurant or a cafe, I mean, a pizza restaurant. And indeed, that's that was my first job, making pizza in San Francisco. 
Okay. Uh, you know, um, and it wasn't more than about you know eight years later when I opened my own pizza restaurant. Right. And is that still going yeah. now? Um, not now. Um, but we ran it for about thirty years, my brothers and I. Okay. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. What family have you got over here? Well, you know, back then in the eighties, it was really easy to sponsor family. Right. You know, so when 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 I did get my green card, uh, I sponsored the rest of my family. Okay. All my, my brothers, my mom. So then everybody came. Yeah. Okay. That definitely makes it easier, I think. Well, I mean, when oh, yeah. we when we came over, here, it was just the three of us. So no, no support yeah, group. Yeah, things are things are very different now. Yeah, they were much easier in the eighties and nineties. And hmm. um, so, I'm asking everybody this question now. I think it was a suggestion that came from you. Um, is the grass greener on the other side? I mean, generally the grass is greener. Right. You know, the, the, the U.S. has um, has a lot of advantages. You know, that Africa doesn't. Right. Um, but then there's the things that are that that you miss and, and that you cannot get here. And, uh, but yeah, on the whole, yeah, this was great. Um, this was the greatest adventure of my life. And if I was to do it again, I would do it again. Yeah. And what uh, what advice would you give it, give to people coming over? I mean, I, I would tell them that, you know, um, America is not quite the same as South Africa. Mm. Yeah. Um, they, they, that they will, they will um, you know, have... The first three to five years will be will be a little bit hard, right? And, and it'll it'll and they and they might never really you know feel very comfortable, you know. Yeah. But but uh, the, the U.S. has has these advantages um, that Africa doesn't, and all these opportunities, and so it's a compromise. I would say living here is a compromise. Yeah, and what what is the first thing you think they should do when they get off the plane? Like, I wish somebody told us about the insurance or the you know, the getting the credit report, you know? No, the credit, the credit firm, for sure. You know, I only found out about, found out about credit when I was already here for three years, mm. you know? And uh, so, yeah, you have to, you have to establish credit immediately. Yeah. And it's not that hard. You, 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 you go to a furniture store, you get out a credit card where you buy maybe a hundred dollars worth of furniture, you pay that off and then you, and then you apply for other credit cards and that's how you get your credit. Yeah, exactly. And if you could do one thing over again, knowing what you know now, what would it be? Well, I mean, I would, I would just do, I would do this adventure all over again. <laughs> exactly the same. I've had a great time. Right. And did you, you, did you get married, John, and things like that? Or? Yes. Okay, so did you meet your, yes, your I, wife over here? Yes, I did. Um, I've actually been married a few times now. That's another story. Yeah, it's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, great. Manu, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Hello, man. And uh, that, pleasure. it's a pleasure Hello. talking to you finally. Um, hopefully, uh, Same here. hopefully I can come to one of those those meetings soon, you know. You must come to our bride. Yeah, I will make a plan. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Fantastic. Pat. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to hear a piece of home every week from all over the world. Until then, check it Tuesday.